Good. I think I left. No, we we did leave in between Beis and Gimel, but I um, the way it's printed here is only a a, a, t- a tiny piece from the the uh, uh, the the edited version of this for bringing. Um, in which is printed called the Sikhs Helkir Aleph. So I just want to share um, some some things from the way the Rebbe edited the Fabrengen. Um, the Rebbe didn't edit the whole Fabrengen, that's why they put it over here this way. But but you you, you, you right, it's not edited the way we're learning it. But but the Rebbe did edit um, parts of the Fabrengen and parts of what we learned. The Rebbe, the Rebbe begins by asking a, a, a question. It says that in the Gemara that it was a disgrace for Mesh and the Jewish people because Yisrael says Baruch Hashem and no one said Baruch Hashem until Mesha until Yisrael came. So the question is, that's the Gemara says. The question is, of course we said Baruch Hashem. Not only said we, do we say Baruch Hashem, we said the whole Shira. We sang the song of Az Yasha. So certainly we said Baruch Hashem. Some comment and they say maybe we didn't say Baruch Hashem for uh, leaving Mitzrayim, just for crossing the Red Sea. But then your um, the, the main thing is missing missing from the Gemara. The Gemara says no one said Baruch Hashem. Of course we said we said Shira. Why why isn't that good enough? So the Zohar says that Hashem couldn't have, give, shouldn't have, couldn't have given us the Torah until Yisrael came and, and said Baruch Hashem. There's something about what Yisrael did that allowed the Torah to be given. So in his saying, Baruch Hashem, it wasn't just like he said the words Baruch Hashem, there's something that he did with those words. So as we were learning yesterday, Yisrael's arrival to the Jewish people was for a purpose. And we learned yesterday that he wanted to bolster the honor of the Jewish people. But the Zohar says something deeper. The Zohar says, the Torah could not have been given without Yisrael. You needed Yisrael to get the Torah. Why? What's, what's the meaning of the giving of the Torah? I mean, the truth is the information of the Torah they had before. Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov all studied Torah. The essence of the giving of the Torah is, as Medrash says, that um, the essence of the giving of the Torah is that before the giving of the Torah, there was a decree that the heavens stay in heaven, the earth stays on earth, and there can be a connection between the two. So the idea of the giving of the Torah is Hashem annulling the decree and allowing there to be a fusion between the spiritual and the physical. Is and the, most of the actual commandments, though? The mitzvahs? Yeah, I mean... True. There, there, well, there wasn't in the category of a commandment. There were, there were commandments they were given, though. There, there, were, there were individual commandments, but even those commandments they were told to do uh, didn't draw down holiness to the world in the same way that we can with our mitzvahs. It says in the Medrash, the... The, the actions of our forefathers are called fragrances, but our actions are called oil. So this says that when you transfer oil from one place to another, there's actually something there, there's something that's moving. But the fragrance is no mamashistic, there's nothing, there's nothing of substance that's, that moves. So what uh, Mantera accomplishes is that we're actually able to transfer Kedusha from, from, to this physical world. So what's Yisrael's role in, that, in, the, in doing that? The Zohar connects Yisrael's arrival to the, the Pasuk that Shlomo Melech said. Uh, it says, I've seen, says Shlomo Melech, that there's an advantage to um, uh, 
to, to wisdom over foolishness. Wisdom surpasses foolishness. And it's similar to the advantage of light over darkness. You don't need Shalom Ach to tell you that wisdom is better than foolishness. You don't need, you don't need Shalom Ach to tell you that light's better than darkness. So what Shalom Ach is actually saying, if you look more carefully, he's not saying that wisdom is better than foolishness or light is better than darkness. He says there's an advantage of wisdom from foolishness. There's an advantage of light from darkness. That specifically when you have darkness before, and then you, from the darkness itself, you create light, there's a much greater light. When you have foolishness before, from the foolishness, you, you get to wisdom, it's a much greater wisdom. On the surface, that, 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 it's, what Shomar Melch is talking about is, a, is the power of tshuva, the power of coming from the darkness. He's talking about the power of, of uh, discovering the answer after not understanding it first. And like in the Babylonian Talmud specifically, when there's questions, you're able to get to the deeper insight in, into the idea. But without the questions, you can't get there. Uh, but it also, what Shomar Melch is also saying is not only that, that you need tshuva does something and that questions do something, but it's specific, specifically when you're through the lowest kinds of things and their transformation, can you achieve the highest of levels. So Yisrael, because he was someone who recognized every single kind of idolatry in the world and knew them very well, and as we learned yesterday, it wasn't just the idolatry that he knew well, but Yisrael knew all of the various intermediaries through which God sends his sustenance to the world. Yisrael knew all the various um, uh, levels of godliness, as it, of, 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 the, of the flow of Kedusha. The, the, the Kedusha of Tumah. Not the Kedusha of Tumah. Talking about Kedusha of Tumah. Yisrael oh. knew, knew all the various intermediaries from, from Bria and Yitzira and Atzilus until it came to this world. And, and so for him to suddenly turn around and realize that all of this is... It's fake, and all of this is not real, and all the, 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 the axe in the hand of the woodchopper. So what he did was, by doing this, was he transformed the clip of the Kedusha. He, it's not fake. It's just like an axe in the hand of the woodchopper. Which means it has no... you're saying it's Kedusha, it's not fake. Okay, true. A, 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 a malach is a malach. Atzilus is atzilus. Right. But, but it's... But, it, 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 but it's an intermediate. It's intermediary, which has no which, which has no substance or force on its own. Right. All it is is an expression of the truth of Hashem. So Hashem expresses Himself through a, a, a leaf blowing in the wind, and Hashem expresses Himself through uh, and that that what is it? the leaf happened to land on top of an ant and protect it from the from the sun. It's not that there's there's some force in the intermediary in the wind and the leaf. All it is is the Ebishter. So. Yisrael was able to recognize that all the intermediaries are not, are not a thing. They're only Hashem and there's no force in itself. And Yisrael recognized further that all the clipper, all the different kinds of idolatry that he was, that it was all fake. So, so Yisrael's recognition is, achieves a transformation of clipper tiktusha. And that was necessary to get the terror. Why is it necessary to get the terror? Because, again, what's terror about? Terror is not just the information. Terror is about the, the bringing Ghanis to the world. So by Yisrael uh, recognizing the Klippa the and how the Klippa itself is, 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 and, and, and is, not, is, is wrong and Kedusha is, is real, by Yisrael having that recognition and further, that even in Kedusha itself, that, there's no, that the, all the intermediaries don't have any force on their own, Yisrael transformed Klippetik Dusha. And only when there's a transformation of Klippetik Dusha can you get the Torah. Why do you need the transformation of Klippetik Dusha to get the Torah? Because what's Torah about? Torah is about Galilee being revealed in the physical world. 
So only through the transformation of Klippa to Kedusha, of the lowest of Klippa to Kedusha, can the Torah really cause this fusion. And that's why the Torah says that Yisrael heard about the splitting of the Reed Sea and the War of Amalek. The splitting of the Reed Sea wasn't just an event of, of the water splitting, but as we learned yesterday, the water represents that which is hidden from our eyes, and the dry land is something we could see with our eyes. So the splitting of the Reed Sea means that Hashem revealed things which were hidden, things which are above this world. Alma discasia. Hashem revealed godliness in the world. So the theme of the splitting of the Reed Sea is the same theme of the giving of the Torah. The theme of the splitting of the Reed Sea is about how Hashem brings something which is higher than this world and it reveals it in this world. That's a, that's a theme of the splitting of the Reed Sorry. Sea. 30, 30 seconds, I'll let you go. Yes, sir. The theme of the splitting of the Reed Sea is the same theme of the giving of the Torah. It's about the revelation of Ganges in the world. But there's a difference between what Mantera had to accomplish and the splitting of the Reed Sea. Splitting the Reed Sea is about how Kedusha is revealed to the world, but doesn't reach that which is lower than Kedusha. doesn't reach the Klippa. Yisra's role is in the transformation of Klippa to Kedusha. Splitting the Reed Sea is about that which is hidden, the higher Gali revelation should be revealed. But where should it be revealed? It should be revealed in the lowest levels of Kedusha, lowest levels of holiness. To reach that which is unholy, to reach that you need Yisra. And that's the... Um, Reason why the Torah emphasizes that Yisrael came because of the splitting of the Reed Sea and the war with Amalek. What's the emphasis of the war with Amalek? Yisrael realized by seeing the war with Amalek that the splitting of the Reed Sea didn't finish the job. The Klippa still remained. The Klippa is still there. And, and therefore, there isn't yet this fusion of the spiritual and the physical. There isn't yet the full revelation of Godliness. There's, there's still Klippa. Yes, at the time of splitting the Reed Sea, the Torah says that all nations of the world were, were trembling because of us. It, true, they were trembling. That, that's, that's true. But trembling isn't the goal. The goal is that there should be a transformation of the unholy to the holy. The purpose of the giving of the Torah is not just that Kedusha should reach Atzilus, to spiritual, should reach the lowest places of the physical world. That's the goal of, of the giving of the Torah. And at the splitting of the Red Sea, there is the fusion of the hidden world to the revealed world. It doesn't go to the level of clip. It doesn't go to the unholy. It just scares the unholy. It doesn't transform it. And that's why Yisrael realized this when there was a war with Amalek. The fact that Amalek could still attack us after this indicates <clears throat> that there's still Klippa out there. And Klippa has to be transformed. It's not, it wasn't done yet. And this is the purpose of Yisrael's arrival to the Jewish people is, was to transform the Klippa. He says, you guys did a great job. You brought Kedusha down, but you can go all the way down. Let me show you how to do this. That's why Yisra, was, the Gemara says, was the first one to say Baruch Hashem. It wasn't the words Baruch Hashem. The word Baruch means to draw down Kedusha to the world. We drew Kedusha down at the splitting of the Reed Sea. And God caused revelation at that time. But it didn't go all the way down. In order to go all the way down, you have to have a Yisra. Yisra who comes from the realm of the unholy. And him recognizing Hashem... That is the full transformation of Klippetikdush. So what does that have to do with us? As we, so as we learned yesterday, every single day we have, we have Kriyas Yamsuf, we have Matan Teira, and we have the war with Amalek. The beginning of the day is Yisim Maidani. In order to, to get to the giving of the Teira, just like at that time, the, before getting the Teira, they had to fight with Amalek. Because 
it was only by fighting with Amalek that they got Yisrael, which, by the way, explains, as Rebbe says in this talk, they're going higher and higher and higher. First, they go out of Egypt. Then they cross the Red Sea. Then they get the Torah. In the middle, it seems that there's this, this descent. They fight with Amalek. And Serbus says that it's part of the elevation because that brought Yisrael. Well, yes, the event itself was a negative event, but that was part of the process of bringing Yisrael to the Jewish people. So, so in order to go out into the world and to transform the unholy in your life, to, Kedusha, to fight with Amalek, to fight with those things which seem to be the opposite of holy, holy and distant from holy. Now, and, and, and as Rebbe emphasizes, not just things which are close to holiness, things which are way out there, which is what Hashem asks us to do every single day, to elevate every part of our life to, to holiness. The preparation for this is splitting the Reed Sea. Just like the splitting of the Reed Sea was revelation of the hidden worlds, so too every day when you daven and you learn Torah, you are revealing your neshama. You're letting your neshama be revealed in yourself. And that revelation of your neshama, that allows you to then go out into the world and to impact the world, to elevate the mundane, to elevate the physical. You have to first split your own Reed Sea before you're able to, uh, to elevate the, the physical world. You have to first reveal whatever you have inside of you by learning and davening to be able to, to go out there. And just like it was the war with Amalek that allowed them to receive the Torah, so too... Every day God gives us the Torah, the preparation to really absorb Torah. How can you really absorb the Torah that the Torah should be internalized? It's, it's through Bechol It's by knowing Hashem in even those most distant things in your life. If, if you only know the Abish and things which are a little bit close to Kedusha, things which aren't so uh, challenging, you're not really going to be able to connect to the essence of Torah. It's precisely when you're able to behold in all your ways to know Hashem, even those things which seem to have no connection at all, and yet in those things themselves, you also know, you also attach to Hashem, that's the preparation to receive the Torah. Just like the war with Amalek, fighting the unholy, helping get the Torah, so too engaging with those parts of our life which seem to be so foreign, so disconnected to holiness and imbuing and realizing the purpose of those things and, and, and concentrating on what Hashem is giving us and what the, why Hashem is putting this in our life and knowing Hashem in those things, that's a preparation to really get the Torah. So every day, every just goes over at the end of this talk uh, how our day works. Start off your day, then you start learning Torah and davening, doing holy, doing holy things. And then you have uh, breakfast. It says that there are people who are uh, used to it have breakfast before they learn Torah, nor they should have strength to learn Torah. Um, and then you engage in mundane things. So in order to engage in the mundane things, you have to first reveal the light of your neshama through Torah and prayer, and only then to bring the light of Kedusha in the physical things in your life. Because as it says in how can you elevate the physical? How can you eat before you dive? And how can how can you lift something up when you're attached to the uh, when you're attached to the physical? You have to first cause a revelation of your neshama before you're able to elevate the physical. Uh, and this is the order of most people. Torah talks about most people that throughout the day a person learns Torah um, whenever they're able to uh, throughout the day. But besides the uh, 
all people, besides most people, who could study Torah throughout the day after davening, there are many different kinds of ways of serving Hashem, of Yisachar and Zulim, and every person has their time for, the, for receiving the Torah. There are some people, the Rebbe says, they study Torah just one chapter in the morning. That's all they can do. Some people, they say, the, in Uvalatziyan, they say Kadesh Kadesh. They say Shema in Middledav, which is also Torah. And they say the Parsha in Karbanis. It's also Torah. They say the Bracha of Koyanim, the Bracha of Rechacha, uh, that we say at the end of the morning blessings. So that's also um, receiving the Torah. That's all they're able to do. And not everyone is able to learn more than that. That's some people, that's all they're able to do. But everyone has their time of receiving the Torah. And whatever way your, your path is that Hashem has given you, um, th- this is the, revela- the preparation to receive the revelation of Anoichi. Anoichi avai lakecha. Anoichi lakecha means that God says to each of us, I am your life and strength. Lakecha, I am your power, I am your might. To be able, able to absorb and internalize that truth that comes through this Aveda of um, Kriyas Yamsuf, of starting off your day with, with davening, etc., and the whole day realizing what everything is for and connecting yourself to Hashem, even the most mundane things, and then you're able to absorb this truth. Hashem says to you, I am your life and strength, that, this, that, that, that whatever is going on, your life and strength is, uh, is really godly. It says in Hayom Yom that there are two characteristic expressions in Chassidus. One is that a Jew senses it's supernatural and feels it. And the other is that a Jew does not want and cannot separate himself from Hashem. So the Rebbe says these two ideas are connected. Because a Jew senses it's supernatural, because a Jew feels his life is supernatural, that his life is miraculous, that his life is godly, that's why he cannot separate himself from Hashem. He doesn't want to separate himself from Hashem. So that, that's, the, I, that's what I think the Rebbe is referring to when he says revelation on Echev al you feel that Hashem is your life and strength. So to get to that feeling, it's through focusing on even those parts of your life which are, seem to be so disconnected and, and realizing in all your ways, you, you're meant to and you can and you should and you're able and it's for knowing Hashem. L'chaim, 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 l'chaim,